Hi family, welcome to the PIWC Accra podcast, where we are inspired, challenged and equipped to possess our spheres of influence with principles and values from the word of God, preached and taught powerfully by anointed and seasoned men and women of God. We believe strongly that this word will bless your life, so do not keep it to yourself, share it with someone you know needs to hear it. On today's episode of the podcast, we are certain that you'd be blessed even as you receive the ministration of God's word with open hearts. Now family, let's get into the word of God. We respectfully invite Apostle Dr. Diodene to preach the word of God to us. Praise the Lord. God is good, and all the time, let us pray. Spirit of God, we invite you to come and speak to us, and uh, be with us in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. The scripture reading, or the text where the theme has been taken, almost the whole uh, chapter of Mark 16. Yeah, Mark 16. And the theme, he is reason that I may have maximum impact. The entire Church of Pentecost this year, a clause or part of our theme is that we may have maximum impact. There is much injustice in the world today, but I deem the ultimate injustice to be the crucifixion of the Savior Jesus Christ. And that was a cruel and barbaric form of punishment that any human being would have ever faced. For the Lord Jesus Christ was crucified even when the ruling government at the time Pontius Pilate declared clearly that he has not found any ground upon which this man should be punished or crucified. I may be giving you a lot of passages and so that you act like the Berean going through this one. Yes, so in Matthew 27, verse 23 to 24, he said, and he said, why, what evil has he done? But they shouted all the more, let him be crucified. So when Pilate saw that he was gaining nothing, but rather that a riot was beginning, he took water and washed his hands before the crowd, saying, I am innocent of this man's blood. Sit to it yourself. So the king himself has found no reason why the Lord Jesus Christ should be crucified. And I'm taking time to talk a little bit about the death and before coming to the resurrection. Because if there is no death, there could never be a resurrection. Now this man, Pilate, the ruling government, he perceived that Jesus was delivered up out of envy. 
he was given up out of envy. And Mark said this, Mark 15, 10. Mark 15, 10. For he perceived, that was Pilate, that is what out of envy that the chief priests had delivered him up. So the man was innocent. And had to put a scarlet robe on him. They twisted a crown of thorn on his head and a reed in his right hand. They stripped him and then crucified him, I would say, at eye level. Interestingly, a passage or a thing I identify with was what Mark said in chapter 15, the verse 40 to 41. Chapter 15 of Mark, verse 40 to 41. He said, there were also women looking on from a distance, among whom were Mary Madeline, Mary the mother of James, the younger, and of Jesus Salome. And it continued. You see, you can only identify with people when you have certain experiences. Jesus Christ was nailed on the cross at eye level. By that I mean, wherever you stand, you can see exactly what was going on. He was stripped naked. In a glaring view of people, including women. I'm mentioning women. I'm sorry with all apology to our mothers and sisters. And it's because of something that had happened to me some 35 years ago at the workers' college while I was still studying. That fateful morning after taking my kinky and I feel like passing urine, I went to the corner somewhere you know, there was a road that uh, people pass those days. A kind of a cul-de-sac, a corner somewhere there. So I hid myself and I was comfortably doing my thing. But because I wanted to preserve my own image and dignity, I was watching behind so that no woman or no one was passing. I was not caring about the men, but I was caring about the women. So I was doing the thing, this were looking at the back. Then when as, as I finish and, uh, you know, finish, I turn my eyes. Then I, I heard a laughter in front of me. And that was one of my colleague, a female uh, colleague, who had gone into the corner there, was returning. And as she saw me watching back, she stood there, was gazing at me. Now, you see, the one that annoyed me most was that she would not even keep quiet. She looked at me and said, Giordani, is that the thing? Don't break the wall. Wow! And she went back to the lecture hall to, to, to broadcast this one. And I, I felt sick a whole week. In fact, until today, this woman is now a PhD holder, married with children. But until today, when I see her coming, I feel like dodging. Now I'm saying this one to explain to you physically what the Savior, our God, had gone through. 
The type of shame, unimaginable shame, that Jesus had to be submitted to on the cross of Calvary because of you and I. And Mark recorded beautifully that there were women, and he was mentioning the name of some of the women that were present watching all this thing, how the Lord was, 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 was um, you know, suffering and will be crying and then with the tears that coming out of him, out of him. Now they mock him. Some spit into his eyes. He faced desertion, betrayal. He was condemned, beaten, and mocked, and forced to carry his own cross to the place of the school where he was crucified. But the good news is this one. All this thing happened so that he would take away our shame. If there is any shame hovering over your head, in the mighty name of Jesus, may it be removed. You cannot be disgraced. He was falsely accused. He was wrongly condemned. And I come to tell you this morning that no matter how men conspired against you because of the cross, it shall not hold. The Lord will vindicate you. He will glorify his name in your life. Only believe in him. Hallelujah. So we may face accusations, but we will conquer because Jesus had gone through for us. Hallelujah. Mark said that the chief priest accused him of many things. Many things. According to Mark 15, 3. And the chief priest accused him of many things. And all these things were false. And the one that amazed me was the accusation level against him by the Sahindrin. You find that one in Luke chapter 23, the verse 2 and 5. Luke 23, 2 and 5. And they began to accuse him, saying, We have found this man subverting our nation. He opposes payment of taxes to Caesar and claims to be the Christ, a king. Hmm? He stirred up the people all over Judea by his teaching. He started in Galilee and has come all the way here. These were some of the accusations. And these were blatant lies. In other words, the people are saying if Jesus Christ were to be working in an office today in Ghana, he would not promote the payment of taxes. He would not allow the deduction of the holding taxes. And what interests me was his teaching. He said the man's teaching was so bad that wherever he went, he was stirring up confusion. These are some of the accusations leveled against the Lord 
um, Jesus, which led him to death, that he was a king. Yes, he was. And he is. While all these accusations were leveled against him, there is much evidence that our Lord Jesus Christ was never a rebel. And you see, he was, he was crucified in between two rebels. And interestingly enough, it was the custom of Pilate. Every year, he would release one prisoner to the people at their requests, at their will. And the Bible said, I like the version of Mark. So now at the feasts, the governor was accustomed. That is Matthew 27, 15 to 16. Matthew 27, 15 to 16. Now at the feast, the governor was accustomed to release for the crowd any one prisoner whom they wanted. And they had then a notorious prisoner called Barabbas. A notorious prisoner. When you check the word, it's saying he was a rebel. Not a simple one. This one was a renowned. He was such a notorious one when he comes to town. Everybody knows that this one he was a murderer. He was a killer. And killing the Romans. And you dare not touch a Jew. And that was what he was known for. But when Pilate requested, who should I release for you? The people shouted, release the notorious criminal. Release him for us. And take Jesus in and crucify him. Now the good news is that even before I talk to you concerning the resurrection... The law had already started a substitution somehow for us. Now this man was a notorious criminal. Is it for, for, for some of the people, I know you are not included. They are just engaged in some petty, petty stealing, petty following people's husband, you know, drinking some soju, uh, petty, small, small. And then, you know, watching some idols, calling some names, small, small. This one, I cannot classify them as notorious. Now, it's because of the death of Jesus Christ, a notorious criminal, a rebel, has been released. You shall be released. You shall be set free. You shall be forgiven. There is nothing that you have done that is above the forgiveness of this God of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah. So there is a hope for you. There is a hope for you. Now this man, it was said that he was barbaric. He refused to pay tax. And all the things that they have said. But listen to what the scripture said concerning the Lord Jesus. I'm taking time to explain some of these things because some of you who are scholars, when you go out there, you meet people who challenge you with some of these things. Our Muslim friends, scholars, 
who will challenge you with some of this thing using our own scriptures. Matthew 22, verse 17 says, tell us then what you think. Is it lawful to pay tax to Caesar or not? Then the verse 21 will prove what Jesus had said. And so the Lord said, Give to Caesar what is Caesar's, and to God what is God's. So the man was affirming payment of taxes. He was not a rebel. Oh, hallelujah. No, he was not a rebel. There was a man who would tell his disciples, if anyone slap you from the left, turn the right. If anyone was ungrateful to you, do him good. Do not pay evil for evil, but good for evil done to you. These were some of his teachings. So, his teachings promoted love, unity, and self-sacrifice. We see this in the life of his disciples. In fact, while he was being arrested, the Bible says in Matthew 26, 52, one of the disciples pulled out a sword and cut the ear of the servant of the high priest. Immediately the Lord said, then Jesus said to him, put your sword back into its place. For all who take the sword will perish by the sword. The other gospel said immediately he touched the ear of that servant. And he was healed. Hallelujah. So he was a healer. He never allowed people to commit any crime while he was living here with us. Yet he was crucified for these reasons. It was planned for our good. Hallelujah. In the Acts 4, the 27 to 28, Acts 4, 27 to 28 say, For truly in this city they were gathered together against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, along with the Gentiles and the people of Israel, to do whatever your hand and your plan had predestined to take place. So all this thing had happened in accordance to God's divine purpose that you and I may be redeemed. Hallelujah. And to those out there 
who dare deny the death? Because when you deny the death, you cannot believe in the resurrection. They came out with all forms of theory. One known as the sworn theory that Jesus fainted. That he did not die. He was in a comatose state. John responded to this one in John 19, 34 to 35. John says, John 19, verse 34 to 35, but one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear and at once there came out blood and water. He who saw it has borne witness his testimony is true. And he knows that he is telling the truth that you may believe. Hallelujah. It's only a, a dead body that you find water and blood gushing out. So, water and blood gushing out from Jesus scientifically is a proof that the man died. Hallelujah. And by that wound, by that wound, Peter said, we are healed. If there is anyone who is sick, sickness in the mind, sickness in the body, sickness in the blood, in your bones, in your loins that prevent you from producing any sickness now in the name of Jesus may you receive your healing receive your healing receive your healing may cancer vanish may fibro vanish every disease that in your body may it vanish in the name of Jesus for by his tribe the Bible says we are healed if you are not able to walk, that your hands are not able to hold, that you cannot see and hear, now in the name of Jesus, may you receive your sight. May you receive your sight. May you get up and walk in the name of Jesus. The Lord had gone through this, that we may be healed. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Nothing could prevent us who believe in him. If you have not believed in the Lord Jesus, I stand on the words of John who testifies and says, my testimony is truth. What I'm telling you, it is true. I have witnessed it. It is verifiable. That Jesus died on the cross. I want you to believe. But by that he did not remain in the grave. Hallelujah. So when you believe in him. You shall be saved. Oh praise God. We heard about so many obstacles. In the mark where we read. You read. We heard about women's complaint. 
They are concerned. But they did not even believe in the resurrection. They are concerned. First concern was the stone. And Mark said it was such a large stone that was laid upon the tomb. That was their concern. But before they arrived there, the Bible says the Lord have already unrolled a stone in the name of Jesus. Every burden that is upon your life, may they be lifted out in the name of Jesus Christ. Any trouble that is hindering your progress, may the Lord take it out. Now in the name of Jesus Christ, may you be liberated in the name of Jesus Christ. They declare, unlike Mark, he told the women, whom are you looking for? Jesus of Nazareth, the crucified, he is not here. He is risen. Hallelujah. The Savior is risen. Now listen to me. Some time ago in the Church of Pentecost, when our pastors are presiding, elders write reports. Then they'll put things like, during this convention, during this rally, uh, there was one woman in our local, uh, the waist was paining her, and then during the program, she was healed. And there was that man also, the hand was swollen, and during prayer, uh, he was healed. And so some of these were being you know, written to the big men, and one of them who was a historian, the then General Secretary Apostle Albert Amor, they said, no, we cannot be taking all this all the time. Now, we're going to change the, 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 the system of writing. Now, tell us the assembly where that thing happened, the district and the area and the name of the person that we may believe and publish it in the whole world. And I love it. As if Mark had this thing in his mind. He never want people to dispute the resurrection. So who are you looking for? Jesus Christ? Jesus of Nazareth. A precision. That you might know that if there's anybody at the corner somewhere who is saying that, ah, there was some brother that was called Jesus. He's the one they are talking about. Mark said, no. It is Jesus. The one from... Nazareth. And that does not end it. The Jesus that was crucified, where the women were there watching, that Jesus who was crucified, he is the one that I'm talking. That he is not here. He is risen. He is alive forever and ever. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. So that the resurrection can be traceable verifiable. Hallelujah. That no one can doubt it. That the Savior is risen. Oh, hallelujah. So believe that the Lord, he is risen. He is risen. And these things were not done in obscurity. It was public event. For the Bible says when he rose from the grave. Now you see, even when he died, it's a tomb split. The dead sinned, resurrected. 
And Peter writing says that the man went to the grave. He went there to proclaim the message to those that died. And he specifically said those who disobeyed during the time of Noah. When he was saying that the people should come into the ark and they were disobedient. But some believed and held to the hope that God was going to send a savior a day to come. And they obey. So Jesus went there to proclaim his triumph unto the people. And he came out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. So our Savior is risen. He is alive. It was impossible for death to hold him captive. Yeah, Dr. Luke says this one. Acts 2.24 God raised him up losing the pains of death because it was not possible for him to be held by it. Death could not hold Jesus captive. If you find yourself in any grave may you be taken out in the name of Jesus. If there is any man, any woman, any power anywhere that is troubling your life, that you feel so oppressed and sick, may the Lord take you out in the name of Jesus. And he appeared to many people. It is an open event. It was not secret. Jesus is not a secretive man. Praise God. Several places that he showed himself to Mary Madeline. He showed himself to other women. The Bible says on the road to Emmaus, he appeared to some two disciples. Now you read this one in Luke chapter 24, verse 13 to 35. Then among them was one disciple called Thomas. He did not believe. He appeared. And the disciples said, the Savior is risen. He said, no, 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 no. Unless I see and put my hand in the wound, I will not believe. And the Bible says, in the same scripture, you read John chapter 20, you see all this one. How Jesus appeared to the disciples without Thomas, and how after Thomas joined, and then he appeared to them again and said, peace be unto you. Now put your hand over there so that you might believe. Paul says, he appeared to more than 500 people. To James, to Peter, and to many others who are still alive at the time or were alive at the time that these things were being written. So that you might believe that the Savior Jesus Christ, he is alive. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus is alive. We have a hope of having impact in life. Hallelujah. Now, because of the death and the resurrection, we must have impact. We must have impact. The first thing I want to 
talk about as an impact. He gave us power over demonic powers, principalities, and authorities because of his resurrection. We are no longer slaves. We are no longer slaves. And I like the way Paul put it. I, I, I like identifying sometimes with the scriptures when I read it. Paul said in Ephesians chapter 1, you read it from verse 19 to 21. It is the 21 that I like so much. That because of the resurrection power, we overcome rulers, authority, power, dominion, then above every name that is named, not in this age, but also in the one to come. You see how you are very silent? You are not getting the thing. And they were born away. I understand perfectly what is called names. Oh, no, 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 no. I understand this one. Paul was writing within an environment that was similar to mine, to the Ephesus, with apology to my people. Now, when you mention the name Ephesus, within my region, a village that should come into your mind is Nogopo. Powerhouse. <laughs> Paul was writing to these people. And I identify with this one because I know what names can do. One day I went to farm with my father and my brother who followed me. We never want to go to farm and he forced us. We stood behind as he was using that Ilalimansa cutlass. He had a big one cutting the tree tata, and he was insulting us. All of a sudden what we saw was that this cutlass was going to split his hand. And the two of us, we frowned our face. Because we saw that the man's hand was going to be splitted into two. Then we heard a shout of a name. Zonia! Then something came out like a fire and the, the, and the cutlass fell down. The man, you know, went back and stood and then did his, and then was sweating like the way I'm sweating now and turned to us and said, hey. He said, that is why it is good to hold some of the names. I said, what? So it was a name that was called that that thing happened. Wow. Now, when I accepted the Lord Jesus Christ and I read this portion of the scripture, he said, I have seen people in my region who pointed at others and called names. It's not only my poor people. Go to the Bible. In the ancient world, names were used for exorcism and they have power. So, Paul is saying that because of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, we have authority and power over every name. Every name, the name that I mentioned today, those that I mentioned in India, those that I mentioned in Fortnite, every part of the world, we have power over them. So we cannot fear witches and wizards. We cannot fear anyone destroying us. In the name of Jesus, if you are slain by any name, 
I come to proclaim your liberty. May you be set to lose. Yes, May you be set to lose. In the name of May Jesus. you be liberated In the name from every of name. Yes, from Lord. every name. Yes, Lord. Every power of yes, darkness that is tormenting your life. May the Lord set you loose Amen. from their hand. Yes, Lord. For by the resurrection. Yes, Lord. We conquered every name. Yes, Lord. We conquered every authority. Yes. We conquer principality, Jesus familiar name. spirit. Yes. We overcome them. Yes. So come on, rise up in the yes, name Lord. of Jesus yes, Christ Lord. and proclaim Lord. the Lord Jesus yes. because of the resurrection. Yes. I am saved. I am saved. I'm saved. And if you believe mm. that the Lord Jesus died, mm. He rose from the grave. Yes. And he's alive. he's alive. You confess with your mouth. Oh. You believe in your heart. Oh, yes, Today, ah. that same power will she save you. You will no longer be in the grave. Yes. You cannot be oppressed again. Yes, Lord. Nothing will torment you in this Nothing night. Will you us. are liberated. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Told the women, go and tell. Go and tell. Go and tell. Because of the resurrection power, yes. Jesus. we can have maximum impact in evangelism. Yes, Lord. Go and tell. tell. If you are not telling, mm. you have not experienced this power. Yes. Go and tell. Go and tell. And because of the resurrection, mm. gifts are given to us. Yes, Lord. Gift of prophecy. Yes. Speaking in tongues, yes. sending of spirits, mm. word of wisdom, mm. word of knowledge. Yes, Nothing can be hidden to you yes. if you experience this resurrection. Yes, yes. And it is available right now. Yes, Lord. Right now. It is right now available. Yes. You want to begin thank God. Mm. Begin to have attacking God. Yes, Lord. Thank God for the resurrection. As a result of this resurrection power, Paul says, all walls of hostility have been broken down. We are made a family and we must live as such. If there is anything that is defining the people of God, But this same power of the resurrection, may we be united in the name name of Jesus. Jesus. But only through unity yes. can we possess the nation. Yes. So if there is anything mm. that is setting us aside, mm. that is breaking unity mm. among us, because of the resurrection, because of the resurrection. may the Lord unite us. Yes, Lord. If your marriage is breaking, now because of the resurrection, because of the resurrection, let there be union again. Yes, Lord. Let there be a reconciliation. Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Cause your people to continuously experience your presence. Let them testify yes. that of a truth, you are risen. You are alive. Yes, Lord. You are with them. And they will never be put to shame. Yes, Lord. Glory and honor yes, Lord. be to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Friends, on the day Jesus was being assessed by Pilate, a notorious criminal was released. That is to suggest that even before the crucifixion, there was a kind of exchange. 
there was substitution. We have no idea the extent of your life and how you see yourself so distant from God. But if that notorious criminal was excused or pardoned because of Jesus, then you can also be pardoned. Oh, I said you can also be pardoned. Yes. You see, life is full of its own troubles, like our father taught us. Matters of accusation, matters of condemnation. Sometimes it is even at the self level. But in all of this, the punishment that brought us peace was laid on Jesus Christ. The man has paid it in full. That is why on this great day of our Lord Jesus Christ, we want to present him to all those who do not know him, that accept him and the burden and the punishment of life which was placed on him for our sake, will also you will receive the blessings out of that. There was an exchange. Anytime I think about the resurrection, in the light of what our father has taught us today, the closest to an illustration is like these two guys who were in school together. They grew up, finished university together, one studied law, eventually became a prominent judge in the community. But life was not fair for the other guy. He chose his own way and became a criminal. He eventually ended up stealing from a bank. And he was brought to the court of this mate of his who was now the judge. When he got to the court, he had no idea that his mate was the judge over there. But his mate recognized him as his old friend in school. So for the judge to be right, he had to declare a fair judgment. Therefore, he was sentenced. When he was sentenced, the judge knew that his friend could not pay it. Therefore, huge as the amount was, what he did was he said, for example, you are going to be charged 100 million Ghana cities. When he didn't have the money, the police were ready to take him to prison. But this judge got up and paid the 100 million for his friend and told him that I still remember you. Even the bank you robbed from, people's investment that you have taken, that bank belongs to me. I'm able to employ you. This is what God has done for us. Of course, not at the same level, it's greater than this. But it's the best illustration for you to see that we came to his court and we deserve to die. We came to his court and the punishment of life was our portion. But he paid it through Jesus for us. Yes. All you need to do is to accept the package he's giving you today. Just imagine the guy saying that, I don't need your money. He would have rotten in jail. He would have rotten in prison. Who wants to come to Jesus today? God has paid it in full. He stretched forth his hands. Bible says that all those who come to him, he will in no wise cast them out. We invite you to come to Jesus. Who wants to accept Jesus as his Lord and personal Savior? Wherever you are and you can hear our voice, today salvation has come to you. When you hear his voice, do not harden your heart. Just pray this prayer or say these words after me. Lord Jesus, I believe that you are the son of God and you came to die because of my sins. I therefore accept you as my Lord and my personal savior. I will serve you all the rest of my life. So help me God. Lord, we thank you for the ones you have touched. We know you will look after them. And on the day of your appearance, 
We will all rejoice because you have called us. We give you praise for this opportunity. In Jesus' name, amen. Are you looking to find a place of worship where there is relevant teaching, heartfelt worship, passion and action toward the unsaved, constant prayer, compassionate care for the needy, and honest Christ-centered relationships? Then join us fellowship at the PIWC Dome at the Accra Technical Training Center, ATTC Kokomlimli Accra. Join our Miracle Dawn service every Wednesday, 5.30 a.m. to 7 a.m. and our Friday prayer meeting, dubbed Cry Out, from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. For more information, contact us on 0502-444-814. You can also visit our website at piwcacra.org to know more. And let's get interactive on all social media platforms at PIWC Accra. Thank you. Until next time, we pray that you would reach out by faith and receive everything that's yours through God's grace. You are blessed.